following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Oh, we here Thursday. Kurt's back. Hey, Thursday. How you doing, Kurt? Good. Glad to be back. You good? Although I heard you guys had a Hall of Fame show yesterday, so one of our fans tweeted that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I saw that. Yeah. It was. I actually thought. Monday and Tuesday were better than yesterday, but on a roll. It's been scene. a good week. Here we go. Good week. Here, Here we, we go. go. Listen, just, did you on, just bro. ask us Hold if Dorrance Armstrong still on the team? <laughs> you were having a great week, man. Don't do this. Don't do this today, man. Do not. Do you this. tried yesterday. We had to pull you, yeah, pull you off the couch don't do this, and participate. Man. Don't, don't listen. Don't let your greatness. Have anybody down. seen Kara Hyder? <laughs> Is he still on the roster? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did did Mickey print these out or did Kurt? <laughs> did Joe Jackson have anybody seen him wandering around the building? Which one got traded? Mm-hmm. Joe Jack. I mean, which one got released? Joe Jackson or Michael Jackson? Michael. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't. No, that's yeah. Michael. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Welcome Joe back, Kurt. Still here. How are you? You good? Good. Glad to be back. Yeah. Antoine, what practice this week? How you good, Jesse? How you pants? Got your holes in them? Not. Yeah, listen. Okay. So how's no. the gerbil? The, the gerbil's the great. <laughs> they love the gerbil. These pants are great too. These are another pair of great pants that I found at Old Navy. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's just plugging all the non-sponsors. Mm. No. Well, they're a sponsor for me. Oh, for you? you yeah. They always help me out. Oh. You know one thing I forgot to do? What'd you forget? And I, I'm kind of Deodorant? mad at myself. Brush no, 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 teeth? No, 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 I'll never forget those two things. Shower? I keep all that stuff in my car, too, just in case. <laughs> I, I do. That does not surprise just me one bit. You don't have one, one of those bit. You don't have one of those little little the little uh travel things. I have in a your travel car? thing, but it's in my gym. Joe Thomas still. But where's the gym back? Is it Since the New accessible? England game? It's under my desk. We're not, we're not got there. We didn't get there yet. Let us, let us, let's, 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 work, let's work into uh-huh. the show. Let us work, us, <laughs> work into the show. We're going to get there. That ain't going nowhere. We're in a moment here. Yeah. No um, 48, remember him? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he was about to highlight. But I didn't, you know what? Of all these shows, I haven't plugged my Christmas charity. Oh. Who that? Xavier Silfoo? <laughs> he can donate to my charity if he wants to. Is it called Ha Ha Holidays? It's called Holly's Helping Hands. Oh. We'll plug it. We'll plug it at the end of the show. Okay. I want people to get the information. It's still great. Cooper still Rush, donate. man. Probably we can get Stop it. Yeah, you missed in. the great oh. Cooper Rush debate oh. yesterday. I don't even want to start on really? that. Oh. Nate, I, I can't. You know what? I can't. I, I couldn't listen that. to Nate anymore after that. Here's a here's a crazy part. He had people on his side on tweeting me like, you know, Nate had a point. I said. I'm going to block you <laughs> and Nate. You know what? Let's get – how you doing today, Nate, by the way? I'm just wondering if Cooper Rush still on right, part of this. Here was the debate. You chime in because I think sure it's ridiculous. Lord. And so does Jesse. But apparently it's some fans <laughs> – some fans, probably same fans that probably thought we were going 16-0 and 0 this year with Nate <laughs> or, or on his side. Yeah. Nate said he would rather start a 100% healthy Cooper Rush – than a 75% healthy Dak Prescott. No. And me and Jesse were like, you've lost it. Yeah. You have lost I, it. I gotta you go had a good with, week up until Wednesday. I got to go with Dak lost there. It. And his, his, yeah. and his, 
His explanation was because Dak has had the rap on his finger this week, so we don't know. And the index finger is probably the most important. Yeah. Index and thumb are the two most important fingers to a quarterback when it comes to uh, possessing the football, index throwing the football. Yeah, index and thumb. This is your index. This is your thumb. These are the two most. You need your thumb to hold on to the ball, the bottom part. And this Unless is, this you're is, driving in a car, huh? Unless you're sipping tea. You sip <laughs> even this. Or, or smoking cigars. Smoking cigars. <laughs> These two fingers. So I said that Dak historically hasn't been the most accurate passer. To which Nate then said, well, then that's why he needs to sit because his game isn't really it's, – it's important, but it's mm. still not important if he hurts his finger further and we really need the game against Philadelphia. So I'm like – he's like, play Cooper Rush. And I'm like, wow. I'll take a 75% Dak yeah. over 100% Cooper Rush. Now, here's the thing that he said that almost sent me <laughs> to outer space. <laughs> he then said that this – Offensive staff would be able to create a game plan mm. that would suit and fit Cooper Rush with different creativity and uh, uh, specifics and specialties that would be able to take Cooper Rush and put him in a position wow. to succeed. But for his, on his defense, his thinking was not. Terribly flawed because he said because they know basically because they know he's so much worse than Dak, they would have to go out and create a new game plan because you yeah. couldn't just put him in. You I would think, have to create ways to get him. I think Nate just wants him to turn around and hand it to Zeke. That's the that's the new game plan. That's what he said. He also said he wants him to turn around and hand it to Zeke fifty times. Well, hopefully we won't have to worry about it because Dak was listed as a full participant yesterday. I got so. the here's the today's. Uh, oh, we got today's already. Uh, he was. Was he today? Is he Prescott, even on the report? Full. Full. Can I see that? Right hand, left hand. Right hand, left hand. Yeah, right hand, left see, hand. See, see, in that. Oh, here we go. Just, Look at it. He's smiling under. Nah, he's nah, smiling under nah, his breath. No. Nah, nah, here we go. Just the threat of Cooper Rush <laughs> starting propelled that. <laughs> <laughs> Made him go out there and yeah, practice, practice full. full. So let me let me let me. Now today is. A regular Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. This right. is this. We're not on a different type of schedule or anything like yeah. that, right? right? We're back we to ain't on the Jedi night. Is stuff. is Sean Lee still on that? So, yeah, so I did not me, realize he was even hurt until I saw that. So yesterday. now let me let me let me let me list this off. And I started to go back a couple weeks to kind of make my point to where we were talking about yesterday, Nate. Yeah, Michael Bennett limited, Lyle Collins limited, Jeff Heath limited, Byron Jones limited. Chris Jones Limited, Zach Martin Limited, Tony Pollard Limited, um, Sean Lee did not practice, Leighton Vanderest did not practice, Antoine Woods Limited. Mm. Now, that's a lot of dudes. Now, we had this conversation. Matter of fact, it was Monday because Kurt was here. Kurt pulled up the stats, and this team leads the league in missed tackles. This team leads the league in missed tackles. Against the Bears game, 19 missed tackles. We're talking about a five-game worth of missed tackles in one three-hour football game. And I've been telling you guys, part of the reason when it comes down to tackling, <clears throat> it's, a, it's, a, it's 
90% want to, it's 10% technique. The, the league has changed from your days, the early days of my career, it changed where you got so many padded practices and so many days you can be physical. And I, ke- I keep trying to tell you guys, they give these guys these veteran days. Michael Bennett is not practicing on a limited basis today. So what does that mean? That some portion of practice he will not even be involved in. It's limited. Mm-hmm. Jeff Heath, he got two shoulder problems. So he ain't, he ain't doing too much of nothing when it comes to the contact part of practice. Mm-hmm. Byron Jones, same thing. He's dealing with his hip injury. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch is out. Sean Lee is out. And Antoine Woods is limited. So what happened is now you have these guys who are in your defensive starting lineup who are expecting to go out there and play a significant amount of reps and be a significant force in what you do defensively. But they stay on this list in some way, shape, or form. They're on this list. And we can pull up the last 10 of them. And you'll see a lot of the same names repeated. So you wonder why when you get in games on Thursdays or Sundays or Mondays or whenever the hell they play, (laughs) and guys are missing on defense, missing tackles, missing assignments, missing all these things. It's these little things. It's these guys are not participating every single day in practice. And that right there, it's always, it's the small things. It's the small things. It's bringing your feet. It's shooting your hands. It's actually being in there. Alignment, assignment, communication. All of that stuff goes on on Wednesday. Because for those who don't know, Wednesdays is your your first install practice. Okay? That's when you put the base stuff of what you're going to do in the week. If there's any padded practices left, those are the days that you put the pads on and actually do some things physical. And then every day after that, it's, you know, it's base stuff, and then you put in third down stuff, and then you put in, you know, Friday's two-minute stuff, short line, goal yard. You know, yeah. Each week, it, you, you, each day, you add yeah. something else into the game plan. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of it all, you hope that these guys are taking that information, that accumulated information, being able to download it into their brains and have it come out Sunday successfully. Physically and mentally. Physically and mentally. And guys are constantly on this list. So when, when, when you're going over the details that matter about an opponent and just getting out there, and I, I've had this argument with guys for eons, and I will continue to have the argument for guys for eons about the whole, you know, do guys need preseason, don't they need preseason, whatever. It's these small things. It's the small things that begin mm-hmm. – an avalanche doesn't start as an avalanche. It starts as a small snowflake. And then it accumulates more snowflakes and more snowflakes. And then it goes from a single snowflake to an avalanche. So it has to start somewhere. And these small, minute details of these guys missing practice or limited in practice or not practicing at all, you're starting to see it show on Thursdays or Sundays or Mondays. Or whenever they're playing. Yes, sir. Mr. Newton, you have your hand raised. But still, even though that snowflake is small, is it a part of the avalanche? That's why Cooper Rush <laughs> need to be 
Part of the envelope. You trying too hard. <laughs> I'm out, y'all. You trying too hard. Y'all have a good show today. Y'all have a good show today. No, I'm got, just. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> you can't leave. You can't leave. You got two phones. Bro. You know he ain't gone. He ain't gone. He's just going to the bathroom. Hey, hey, my phones. Let's go. Hey, no, no, man. I understand what you're saying. But isn't that every team in the league no, at this not. point? No, it's not. No? They no, don't have not. that many guys out? No, it's not. No, it's not. Because some guys. Teams are winning, and they don't want to miss nothing. You know. So this goes to the – is this a players not doing their part or coaches letting them not do their part? Uh, it's, 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 it's both. Both. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, I'm, I'm teasing about the avalanche and about the Cooper Rush. I, I, because the seriousness of this right here, man, Jesse is trying to do a hell of a job of letting you know how serious it is. But – until you see it on the field, man, can you take these guys serious? I mean, really, can can you really look at these players and say, man, they are serious about what they're doing? Because you've seen serious, and that was the last half of last year. And you've seen serious when they when the first three games, when, when they played and beat teams they should have beaten. But the games – from that point on, where they now three and seven or whatever, that's that that, that they're, they're not being serious. I mean, now they can say it, you know, but you you nineteen missed tackles in one game. You want me to be you, you serious? I think, I think that's it's like a third of what the Patriots have all season <laughs> in one game. Yeah. I mean, oh you, you can get rid of the coach. You can tell me how bad Marinelli is. You can tell me how bad Chris Richard is. But you got to tell me how good the players are because they are not good either. And I'm being honest. I'm, uh, who, who is tackling? You know how hard it is to miss 19 tackles in a game? <laughs> It's a hard – you have to try to do that almost, that's a right? Hard, that's a hard thing to do. <laughs> On top of – think about this. Missing 19 tackles in a game. Like, there's some players where you just go, that's that's Jerry Rice, fellas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, or – That's Barry Sanders. That's, that's Barry Sanders, yeah. fellas. Oh, that's Emmitt Smith, dog. Or, or – Hell, even Saquon Barkley. That's, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. You know? And that's Megatron. Yeah. He's 6'5", and he run a 4'3", and, you know, he got a wingspan of a 7'6". You know what I'm saying? Or, man, listen, dog, that's Kobe. He got 81. Yeah. Not Cordell Patterson. It ain't Cordell Patterson. <laughs> it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't Singletary. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it, it ain't Allen Robinson. <laughs> Do you think, because at some point, like, if we're on a team, right, the four of us, we're on a team. Right. And at some point, if somebody kept jacking around and jacking around and jacking around, we're going to have a conversation, right? We're going to shut the door, and we're going to be like, hey. What's up, man? What's going on? Yeah. We got to get it together. You got some problems we got to with pull the family together. or something. Do you think right now, because they obviously, they're in the room. They're in the meetings. They're on the field. They see what we see times 100, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think there's some conversations going on right now where there's some – there's some tension between some dudes, or do you think they're just to the point where it's like, no, it is what it is? Or do you think there's some people that are pissed off in that room that it's are like, pro- you got to get it together, man? There's probably some people in that room that, but they they don't have a voice. You know, I'm telling you, 
Because if I was in that, if if I would, that would bother me. That would bother if I was on a flag football team or a rec league tackle team, and we were had a game that bad. That would bother me. Like if that was my profession, that would. That would really bother me. Like I would have some real conversations with some folks and be like, man, what do we need to do? But if, you know? Are you saying like a Joe Thomas though isn't doesn't have that place to speak out like that? He can speak out, but what 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 I'm saying is until you put some guys in the game that's at least gonna try to do it right, you know, like we said four five weeks ago, it's our stars. If your stars ain't playing <laughs> And you ain't willing to, you know, at least split time with a backup or things can't happen where you can at least get the other guys some run, you know, it just goes unchecked. I mean, now you can say what you want on, that's bad, your, your, your technique, and then it, it, it get repeated. It went from averaging eight bad tackles a game to 19 in one game. Mediocrity has become accepted. <clears throat> That's what I think. Mm. And, and, and the most glaring case to me was the whole Brett Maher situation. What's his name? Maher. Maher situation. Like, think about a guy. If I was a guy and I walked into the locker room every single day, again, if there's any NFL player on any team in the national, any sport, that says, I don't pay attention to what the media is saying on the outside. They're a liar. They are a liar. So imagine walking into a locker room. And looking at a guy across the locker room and going, dog, you suck. <laughs> you suck, dog. And yet still, they still give you a uniform every single week. Every week. Nothing against Antoine Woods. You just got arrested the other day. You get ready to play on Sunday. <laughs> you just got arrested. You were out and got arrested and you back in the starting lineup. So you look around, you look, you start looking around the locker room, and you're saying, that dude, he's he's been sucking for the last couple weeks, and we still march him back out there. This guy does what he wants. That guy does what he wants. That guy does what he wants. No one's holding anyone a, a, accountable, and mediocrity has set in and become accepted. Because e- even I know Jimmy Johnson did this. I know Bill Parcell. Sometimes you got to just go, you know what? You fire. And do it in a way that makes jokers go, all right, let me, let me, let me button up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, it don't have to be Emmitt Smith that you fire. But it might have to be a guy that you go, you gone. Just to say, like, you know what? But it took them four. Like, how long? Come on, we were talking about this Brett Marhart thing for a couple weeks now. It should have happened two, three weeks ago. He's talking about the offseason. But it just <laughs> it just kept happening, and they were just like, make excuse after excuse after excuse. Like, even if there wasn't anyone, quote-unquote, better out there, it's all about the simple fact that you gotta we can't accept a mediocrity. And you got to give your team some hope. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't accept mediocrity. And, and there's certain things like that, that that you start to see happening, and things start setting in, and you go, this is why. This is why that we lost. This is why we're three and seven in the last ten games. And, and I know people are saying, you know, this team is talented, and, and, and that's just. I'm sorry, people go say, well, maybe we, we misevaluated the talent in some areas. Yes, I'm sorry, but if if you put Zeke Elliott on the trading blocks today, he'd be gone in five minutes. Mm-hmm. 
If you put Amari Cooper on the trading blocks, he'd be going to five. Dak Prescott, he'd be going to five. Tyron, Zach, Tra- they'd be gone. If you put in, you put Leighton Van, any of those guys, they gone. So don't tell me that we don't have talent. We have talent. There is a there is a a fuse that's missing. There's some sort of connection that's not happening between talent, coaching, and executing whatever the game plan is. There is some sort of disconnect there where I, I, people are still trying to figure out what we're a little bit late in the game that you still be trying to figure out. Like, you can't be in week, what is this, week 14? Mm-hmm. You can't be in week 14. Week, 13? 14. You, week you, 15. Week 15. You can't be in the fourth quarter games, of the season. Game 14, yeah. You can't be in the fourth quarter of the season still trying to figure stuff out. You figure stuff out. You you got you 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 pretty much got to the bye. So your team's bye, six, seven, eight games. That's your whole figuring out identity, ironing things out, letting the foundation set in. I know who I am. There's no way you can be in week 14 and you're saying stuff like, we still trying to figure things out. We're still trying to put stuff together. We're still trying to execute better. We're still we're gonna play the, the guys who are doing what they're supposed to be. We in week 14, dog. We in week four. Nate, we in week 14. 15. 15. Yeah. You can't even do that in real jobs. What you looking at, Kurt? What is that? This is a quote from um, Sean McVay today, which I thought was a little funny. What did he say? <laughs> he said, uh, anytime you've got a Rod Marinelli, Chris Richard-led defense, you're going to see elite effort, good, sound fundamentals. They're going to be sound on the back end, and they've got some guys that are really doing a great job coming off the edges. That's coach speak. <laughs> say he been watching the tape. That's coach speak. That's like he you must know, not have got the stat we've been throwing out. Let's not incite them. Let's not give them bullet bone material. Let's be humble. That's coach speak. Oh, that was kind of he probably just copy and paste that every week. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's but coach speak. Just changes the team. Because in the meeting, I, <laughs> I guarantee you saying something completely different. Yeah, looking his chops. Well, well, he ain't got to say. He just turned on the film. <laughs> no one to say anything, huh? All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Cowboys defense. Rams offense. I'll hang it with the boys. The Cowboys way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel. Travel.com. Ready? Okay. Give, Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So, so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network. 
AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to hanging with the boys. Back. And Kurt is going to tell you about gerbils. Well, I ain't talking about that. Hey. Put Tommy John on your end zone, <laughs> underwear that's guaranteed to never ride up. Trust me, I wear it. It's like nothing you've ever worn before, plus it's back. Nah, fam. Nah, free nah. guarantee. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com slash Cowboys. Don't forget, t- tomorrow we go at 10 o'clock a.m. I'll be here. We'll be the first one out of the gate tomorrow, and Coach's Presser will be during the show. So we'll cut away, cut back. Oh, really? Cut out. You excited about tomorrow? Is your mother going to be on tomorrow then? She is. She is. She's going to have to get her stuff together early. Are you excited about tomorrow? Yeah. Y'all ought to go sling some gifts with us tomorrow after the show. That'd be fun down at the Salvation Army. I might do that. In Dallas. In the morning, I'll be at – I'll be at an elementary school, 8 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing at elementary? I'm speaking at elementary school. You recruiting? No, not, not, not no. I, no. They look a little they, too young? Too little, too young, too no. far. What are you speaking about? Are you um, inspiring first graders? Youth. Yes, I'm inspiring the, I'm youth, inspiring of the youth of America. Beat your kids. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they're able to walk, push <laughs> them down if they don't move right. <laughs> Slam their hand in the doors. <laughs> Teach them how Kyle cut his mic off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Teach him to get back up. Yeah. Right? Man, the yeah. views, the, yeah. what is it? The thoughts and views of Nate Newton yeah. does not reflect all of us. <laughs> Beat your kids. That's what Beat, Beat your, your kids. kids. <laughs> I'm talking to all the parents out there. Come <laughs> 8 o'clock. Jesse will show you how to raise your kids. <laughs> that, that Jersey yeah. that Jersey upbringing. Yeah. What are you, you just speaking to a class or is it a yeah, whole school? Uh, well, it's going to be um, the whole elementary classes. I got, I got like three classes, three or four classes that be back to back to back to back. Okay. Yeah. Just giving them a little bit of my story. Do you wear your uh, your button down Jesse Holly jersey um, shirt? I haven't put that on shirt? yet. I, I, I've been waiting for a moment to put that on this year. You hadn't had one. They have, we haven't had one. <laughs> Maybe when they clinch the playoff spot, yeah. you can wear it on the shirt. I haven't had one. That thing is solid. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be at, we'll be at Salvation Army at 1245, probably one yeah. when we start, slinging yeah. gifts from the angel tree. The so. one in Dallas? Yeah. yeah, down on Harry Hines. Yep, mm-hmm. we'll be there. So if you want to come down by, down on Harry Hines. Mm-hmm. What you know about Harry Hines? Been a long time. Nate, if you're oh, in what the... you know about <laughs> Harry Hines used to be different back in the day, didn't it? What happens on Harry Hines stays on Harry Hines. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it wouldn't. Never mind. <laughs> Harry Hines used to make his way back to Valley Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> a big way. Times have changed. Times have changed. White House. That was before you had the internet, uh, before Instagram, before, so yeah. before imagine, imagine your oh my group god with Twitter, with social or media, Instagram or the it, pictures that would have oh, been seen. Oh lord, it wouldn't have even been fair. Like it wouldn't have been fair. Here's the thing, like that's some them, them, that's somebody mama that would be like the picture. Like think about that, like somebody's 
I ain't got nothing to do. I'm moving on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good idea. I see where this is going. Let's save ourselves. Let's save yeah. ourselves. Nothing got back on Cooper Rush, baby. Rams offense. They seem like they've gotten it together these last two games. Yeah. Uh, what are y'all? What are y'all seeing? I know what you're seeing. Did you hear? The, did you Todd hear the Gurley. statement from their no. head coach? No, McVeigh. McVeigh. Mm. It, it was one. It was simple, but it was so refreshing to hear from a head coach. What did he say? They asked him same thing you just said. Your offense has kind of gotten itself going the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. What's changed? He said, "I stopped being an idiot and gave Ty Gurley the ball." <laughs> Yeah. Shut, shut the show down. That's what he said. Shut the show. Hey, turn the, turn the lights. Let's go, man. That's the you point. heard that, Coach Moore? You heard that, Coach Moore? Can you repeat that? Can you repeat that? That was Sean McVay's quote. He said, I stopped being an idiot and started giving Todd Gurley the ball more. Is it that simple? For him, it was. Throughout the mm. first part of the year, he was averaging last first four seasons of his career. Gurley was averaging 21 touches a game, 110 yards from scrimmage. This year, he was averaging about 15 touches a game, 63 yards from scrimmage. In these last three games, you know, he's racking up the. But he had he had Pittsburgh. He had like six, and then and then they, they won a the game. He had like eight by 18. Then they they lost the game. He had by 12. Then 25. Then 19. Then 21. Mm. Yep, 25, 19, How do you think yeah. I know that? Yeah. How do you know? Because I watch the great running backs and what their teams do for them and how they can help their teams. You cannot tell me that our offensive line, beat up or not, is not athletic enough to find a way to run the ball for Zeke. We are too if, – if you told me that Nate Newton offensive line was beat up, we may have a problem. Because that means we can't move people off the ball. But this offensive line is good at trapping. This offensive line is good at getting out, getting out open space. This offensive line is good at running screens. It's too many things that this offensive line can do physically that we would that we should never be worried about running the ball with Zeke. See what he did. I, I'm just now. It, it took me. It took me 15 weeks to figure this out this year. You see what he just did, right? We're talking about right. Cowboys yeah, defense, Rams right. offense, <laughs> and he always brings it back. To the to the Cowboys offense, mm-hmm. I just figured out he played offense, yeah. so he keep we can't win. Well, no, we no, can never get to the second I, between Jesse I, when, and him. When, when I went with the defense and I tried to drag Kurt in, he beat me with thirty points or more. This guy here. Now, Kurt, how many games did they win this year? Still going to need thirty points. How many games did they win this year? They're going to need one thirty. Six, six, they're going to need one thirty. And each yeah. one of those games, how many points did they score? Thirty. Thirty or more, bro. Okay. Let me you know, people giving me credit. The last two weeks, people tweeting saying, Nate, you're so right. They need to go 30 points. I said, that ain't me saying that. Was <laughs> That's a great question. If you know you're probably going to have to score 34, 35 to win this game, does that change how offensively you go into this you game? You have to change. And, and that're the thing about it. You, you use Zeke, and you go down and you score once. And you don't score no more for a whole half. You either 26 or 24 points down before you score again. Now there's no Zeke. Even throwing the ball out the backfield ain't an advantage with throwing it downfield. So you don't wipe this man out of the game due to the fact that your defense has not stopped no one. 
That means you go in, get four or five plays, your defense go in, they get 15 plays. You go in, get four or five plays, your defense go in and give up nine plays. You go in and give up three plays, they go in and give up 11 plays. Now you're looking at they don't control the clock the first 30 minutes of the game, and they got 10 of those minutes. Now, then you're in a panic mode. You're in a panic mode. When they get the, they should try to win the corn toss every time, the Cowboys. Take the ball. And take the ball. They got to. Because if they wait to the second half, it may not be a second half. Mm. I don't feel good about that. No, <laughs> no, no. If so they, they win they the corn toss, early. they cannot go and defer. Not the way taught. <clears throat> they got a, they, they right side, I think it's a third-round pick and a, and a fifth-round pick. These guys have finally come into their own. Uh, yeah, they was low-managing uh, Gurley, but I think they waited a couple of games too long before they're like, oh, okay, we, we almost out of this thing. We need to start putting ourselves together. That's why Sean McVay said yeah. I had to, I stopped being an idiot. He said yeah. I, I, I was an idiot. I was holding I was holding my guy back. His first seven games, he didn't have 20 touches. In three of his yeah. last four, he's had more than 20. Gurley? Yeah. yeah. The only, one, only game he didn't was at Baltimore. Did they do that on purpose? Yeah, they did. I they think came so. In. To, to keep him healthy? Yeah. I think so. With his I, bad I think knees. so. Just like Nate said, low management, I think, but they might have kind of waited a couple of games too late because I'm going to tell you something, Jess. They did not know that the 49ers yeah. was coming like that. Yeah. I don't think anybody. And when they realized, like, oh my God, maybe seven games was a little <laughs> too much to wait. We should we should have lifted that band around about the fourth game because they was what three and oh, then they was then they lost three games. Yeah, they were six and uh, so three was and three. Three and, and three. And so now they start unleashing their beast, but it was it's too late now. Because they're on the they're on the outside of the wild card. So right. this game really from a from a need to win standpoint, they, they got it's more to, important to the them than it is now. to us. No, the pl- they're in the playoffs now for their lives. We still can tinker around and win the East, but they're in the playoffs. They need for Minnesota to fall off the map. They need for Minnesota to literally fall off the map because the other teams got ten wins. Everybody else got ten wins. Mm-hmm. So Minnesota has to fall off the map. And there's there's so many messed up scenarios with us with just three games left. <laughs> like you can't even break it down to like this is how you get in because you could theoretically lose what? Just beat the Eagles. Beat the Eagles and lose the other two. And you could be in, right? Yeah, or as long as the Eagles lose. Depends on what the Eagles do. Any combination of games, it could come down to just win. Just just win. You can't. That sounds so you know, good. We, we've been sitting there. Yeah, so easy. Just, just win. win. <laughs> we've been sitting here, and I, especially me, been teasing, you know. Uh, we've been joking on players over there, talking about coaches. But the bottom line is, it, are, are you going to man up and win a game? That that. You know, it, it's funny from a distance, but I've been there. Jess, have you ever been on a on a sorry team in the NFL? I've been on one. Yeah, they they fired my coach. Yeah, we just <laughs> man, I, I'm telling you, you talking about hopelessness. Yeah, and that thing where they say you in the game and it's two minutes left, you up by seven, and you you just sitting there like. Somebody gonna do something wrong. <laughs> Somebody's gonna do something stupid. Huh? And you start getting a little hope. You're like, we we gonna win this game. Then somebody jump offside, or somebody get a hold, or it's a pass interference, and it's just enough for this team to score. 
with like a minute and 50 left. They score. You get the ball back and find out you ain't got a timeout in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and they got all the timeouts. With 20 and you seconds. can't even get a first down. <laughs> you Were you on, the, you on the team that Wade got let go? Yep. How, this, okay, so this is this fits into the yeah. theme for this week. Sure. How yeah. how was that? How did as a locker room? How do you feel when something like that happens? Do you take it personal? Do you feel like it's on you? Do you feel like it was a good move because the coach wasn't working out? How does that work? I think in that particular locker room, the level of individuality that we had in there mm-hmm. was astronomical. Like, we just had a bunch of guys who just didn't give a damn. You know, we, Mike Jenkins. I, I literally I heard Mike Jenkins on the phone, like, calling his people like, hey, yeah, can y'all send the car to come get my cars and send them back to Florida? Like, it's like week nine. And he's calling for stuff to be moved out of his house back to his home in Florida. <laughs> I'm gone. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is – guys, it, it was so many – and that was an older team. Like, I mean, I had guys on that team like Jay Ratliff and Witten, Spears yeah. and – where Leonard Davis, and, uh, big Romo. fella over there, big fella, big center. Uh, no, Dre wasn't there. Dre wasn't I think there. they had got rid of Dre by then. Okay. I mean, but you talking about Brady James, Keith Brooks. I mean, there were some guys in this football team that were veterans. Roy Williams, Miles mm-hmm. Austin, Patrick. I mean, there were guys. There were. This was a veteran locker room, and it was just so much. It was just so much friction in the locker room. You know, one side's pointing at the other side. You know, defense is saying, come on, offense. You know, stop, don't don't turn the ball over, Romo. Romo's saying, well, damn, if y'all can hold somebody, I won't have to go. I won't have to go gunslinging and don't try to win. Over the field. You know what I'm saying? So you had, it was just a, it was, it was a crazy dynamic in that locker room. And losing doesn't help it. Mm-hmm. Right? Winning makes everyone feel better. But when it's losing, now, you know, one game, two games, three games, it starts being your fault. Four games. Man, it's your fault. Five games. Oh, it's your fault. Six games. And next thing you know, you got a locker room. Everybody's saying, well, it wasn't me. Now everybody starts talking about, well, shoot, I need 1,000 yards to get my bonus. Well, shoot, I need 10 more catches to get my bonus. Well, shoot, man, two more picks. And, I, you know, I, I get 50K. You had that now because you're like, the season's mm-hmm. over. We ain't going nowhere. Now how can I start getting mine? Mm-hmm. How can I start looking at things and saying, oh, we got three more games left? Hey man, I need, I need, I need twenty catches. Twenty catches give me a hundred thousand. You know, I, I get, I hit this escalator. Or shoot, man, I, I need fifteen more tackles, solos, and I reach this number and I get twenty five. Everybody start now looking at how can I eat? Because we ain't going to the playoffs. Ain't gonna be no playoff money. Ain't gonna be none of that. So then you quit playing within the system and start going and doing your own thing. Your own thing. And it's all about. And it gets worse and worse. <laughs> it that snowflake that. <laughs> Told Here you. come the avalanche. That's what I told you. <laughs> Thought it was a joke. Now it came back around. Here come the avalanche. And the sad part about it, if you start looking around this locker room, you're starting to see the same thing. Like you're starting to see a lot of guys. Because that's the only thing I can think of. Like When you hear a coach says guys are do- playing hero ball, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to get mine. I'm trying to get mine. Mm-hmm. For I'm, whatever reason, right? I'm trying to get mine. Yeah. You know, people. People. I hope hit, it ain't got there yet. No people way. will hit me up. People will hit me up uh, yesterday. How, how dare Jalen Smith be on Twitter asking for Pro Bowl votes? They mad. Yeah, I saw that. They mad about that. 
Mm-hmm. They mad about that. <laughs> I, when I say they mad, they mad about Jalen being on Twitter asking for Pro Bowl votes. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't think y'all quite understand. I, I'm not saying that this is him, but I'm like, dudes have any contracts. I'm not saying that's what he's doing. Right. By no means. I'm like, dudes having their contracts, if that if they first team all pro, if they make the Pro Bowl, if they this or that, hey, that's an extra seventy five thousand, hundred I don't I'm not I'm again, I'm not saying that's what Jalen Smith is doing. I'm just telling you, people were hitting me up yesterday. I I'm talking about angry. And I'm defending him. I'm defending Jalen Smith like, well, you know. It's still a business at the end of the day, and he's, you know. But when I say mad, hot, Kurt, Shannon, Nate, hot, that Jalen Smith was on Twitter doing his little Pro Bowl voting thing. And I'm like, hey, the man want to go to the Pro Bowl. I, I don't know what his contract looks like. I don't know if he has bonuses in there that says if he's – a pro bowler or lead the league in tackle. Well, I don't know. I don't know what is it, but I I do know that those are things that are in contracts. Right. That if you make it to a certain point in the season, that you get these bonuses. But we need to tackle well Sunday. Uh, you know, we need to tackle well. We need to, you know, run the ball well. You know, we need to do our. We job. need to win. We need yeah to win, win baby. Or yeah. it, or it might get really uncomfortable around here. Not only for the players, but. El Avalancho. So you want to go to Mexico? <laughs> El Avalancho. <laughs> Might run away to Mexico. This keeps going on. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, more football talk on Hanging with the Boys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And Otterbox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Back to Hanging 
with the boys. All right. Don't miss your chance to take a photo with Santa Claus at the start of this holiday season. Santa will be at his Cowboys fan theme set within Fans United at the Star in Frisco now through December the 24th for more information. And to book your photo, visit thestarinfrisco.com forward slash Santa. Merry Christmas to you. Maybe maybe uh, Nate will be in the pro shop when you go in there and you can sit in his lap too. Nate Newton. <laughs> I, I, I say like this here, man. You know, I joke. A joke, man. But uh, just um, Cooper Rush. Stop. Okay, <laughs> just don't you come back on the show for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you hard on the fan, what, brother. What do you do? I just yeah, God. I mean, can there? you ever bring any good news? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. Keeping it real. I just report, man of reason. I just report the facts, man. That's it. I, I, I was just devising up a way for the Cowboys to win the game, and you just wrecked all of them plans. <laughs> That's tomorrow. Talk okay, about going to win the ball. I'll go home tonight. Today, let's deal with reality. Figure something out. <laughs> Jeez, you went from my boy Driftwood, I mean, from my boy Log Jam to <laughs> Driftwood. <laughs> See, this is the sickness of a Dallas Cowboy fan. This is the sickness. <laughs> As bad as it get, we still, in our sorry, weak minds, think that when suddenly comes, we gonna win the game. I'm serious. For some reason, I can sit up here all day. Me and you can state facts, and these guys can get numbers, and and he can, you know, throw it out there right and good for us, and lead us down the right path, and get us back on the off the rails. And somehow, some way, by Sunday, boy, I'd be like, and this is how we can live. <laughs> wow. They shouldn't. They're not supposed to. But if they do this, they'll win the game. Yeah. What do you yeah. think? You think that just pure talent-wise, that we're as good or better than the Rams? He, he, he tweeted something that knocked the win out of me. See, I hate this dude. <laughs> he tweeted something that knocked the sales out Hate of me. Hate is just this, is misguided love. So that's all. I don't, don't think about anything else. Okay, that's what your mama told you. Hate and love come from the same emotion. Okay. Understand that. Okay. All right. All right. And I'm sitting up there feeling good the other day. So I never want to, when we have a group text, even though y'all don't see me text a lot, I never like to miss what is going on in the group text. He oh, so you just like uh, to ignore us. Yeah, he texted the <laughs> other day and said he was watching Bell, Bill Belichick and the Nick Saban de- deal. Bad coaching. Players cannot overcome bad coaching. Great players cannot overcome, overcome bad, bad coaching. coaching. And that knocked us. That knocked it. For a great coach as Belichick and Saban is, for them as great coaches to say that, they, 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 they know the value of them. They know I am not going to take your kid out of your house. I'm not going to draft your kid and make him a part of my team, not to put him in the best possible position to succeed. Forget what I think my methods are. If it does not fit your kid and I cannot help your grown man, I'm not going to bother him at all. That's what he's saying. And now we need to, as coaches over there, to make or find a way. That's why I was not joking about about Cooper. Find a way. If this kid was to have to play, 
you can't do what you do with that with him. Mm-hmm. That is the bottom line. So you do have to find a way. And that and when, I, when that not I'm like, wow. Wow, seeing a Hase thing gonna get it. You know, lining up in the eye ain't gonna get it. Telling me that you can't find a way to block for this kid to get the ball, that ain't gonna get it. Sean McVay said, I just quit being stupid and found a way to give it to Gurley. You know, Gurley, Gurley got 177 carries for, for 773 yards, nine TDs, and he hasn't played the whole season. Check this out. Your boy was 3-3, three and three, this Rams team. Donald didn't have a one sack. You don't think Wade Phillips is going to go to him and say, son, we got to get, get you going. Hmm. In the last 10 games, he done had 10 sacks. You know, you know what's crazy? I, I wish I would have brought this down here. I had all the info for the show last night, um, the uh, the happy hour show. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. South Lake we Dragons. Ha- Uh-oh. <laughs> we have some kids oh, going on a tour. Dragons. Nate's about to go kidnap one. Hey, 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 hey. Y'all on the South Lake Dragons? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. It's been a while. We were due for this. This, this up, is man? this is why they don't bring tours by during What's our up? show. No. You know what? I What's bet up? that's why they quit doing that. Did, What's up? Yeah. Come on, come Harassing on. Harassing all the uh, the tour guests. Keep moving down. Keep moving down. Keep moving down. What's up, fellas? Spread around. Spread around. How y'all doing? Give me some love. Give me some love. Give me some love. Come on around. Come on around. Give me some love. Give me some love. Give me some love. How's it going? What's your name, man? What's your name? Austin. Austin. Who's the captain? What position you play? Center and defensive end. Center and defensive end. This man played on the offensive line back in the day. You the captain, man. Here, put this on. All right, can you talk? Yes, sir. All right, what was your name again? Austin. Austin, and you play for who? Uh, South Lake Dragons. South Lake Dragons. You got a baseball shirt on. Yeah. Where, yes. You play baseball too? Yes, sir. All right. Who the quarterback? Me. <laughs> that dude does it all, yeah, doesn't he? Go on and tell us Here. who you are. What's your name, man? Beckett Need. And you play what position? Quarterback. Quarterback. How old are you? Eight. You're eight? Yeah. And you play football. Is that tackle yet? Yes. That's tackle football. And who's your running back? Um, Where's my receivers at? Where's my receivers? If you play receiver, I'm receiver. Come on, receivers over here. Receivers over here. Offensive line guys over there behind behind Nate. Go to him. Offensive line, go to him. Go to him. Go to him. I got my receivers over him. Go to him. Y'all all the same. What are y'all doing? Are y'all y'all just taking a tour of the star? We won the Super Bowl in. Whoa! What? Say that again. We won the Super Bowl. You want to hear this? You won the Super Bowl. What? The Super Bowl. Say that loud. Super Bowl. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and where did you? Where was the Super Bowl at? Where did you play? North Texas. North Texas. The yes. the university. Yes. Who did you play to beat to win the Super Bowl? Argyle Red. Really? Argyle Red. And what what age group are y'all in? Uh. Is it called tackle one or tackle two or they still like do that? Eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade. Now let me ask you this: I got some receivers over here. Now that's your quarterback over there. What's your name? Corbin Leonard. Corbin. What's your name? Maddox Alanis. Maddox, what's your name? Riley Brock. Riley, what's your name? Wide Smith. All right, so now that's your quarterback over there. You guys won the Super Bowl, right? Now, what is the best pass that he throws that you guys have scored the most touchdowns on? Uh, in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, go. Uh, go, yeah. Uh, go, now. He threw a bomb? He threw a bomb. Yeah. yeah he so, he so, threw a bomb? So you say you who? You got mossed? Do y'all moss some people? Yeah. yeah. I, now, I, let me ask you a question. Do you guys say mossed or Beckham? Do y'all do moss? Moss. Okay, see, I came up on mossed. 
the young kids now, oh, I'm, I'm an old Dellum. I'm like, old oh, Dellum? I'm like, I came up on Randy Moss. That's a, that's a thing. That's a, what is it, adjective, a verb? Sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. O-line, let me get him, Jen. O-line, tell O-line them who don't, O-line don't talk. I'm Easton Eid. Who? Easton Eid. Next. Mason Beard. Vincent Bay. Come on over here, little man. Who are you? Austin Odette. Yeah, defense line, okay. Noah Quinn. Okay, get over there. Get in there and tell him. Let the let, let, let defense guys get in a little fireball. Michael Sporrell. Hayden Scarborough. You're a running back? Now, let me ask this question to who, all you Who hasn't got to say their name on the air? Who hasn't got to What's say What's your name, little man? Uh, Luke Odette. And okay. what position you play? A uh, running back. Yeah. Running back. Now, let me say this right here. I'm good. Let me, let me say this in. Y'all always remember this. Speak into the mic. Let me say this for all of y'all in here. Y'all listening to me? <laughs> What's your hands up for, son? You didn't get to say your name? No. That's, that's Shannon Heath. Blake Luber. And what position you play? I'm awesome. Offensive line. Cool. Now, let me say this right here, right now, all right? If you're offensive lineman, you smart. The rest of y'all ain't smart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Congrats, Thank, fellas. Congratulations on winning the championship. Good luck to you Going guys to in the, the future. Bowl. Now, you guys know that this man's son was one of the all-time leading rushers at South Lake Carroll, right? Do y'all know that? They don't know Trey Newton. Come on. Trey Newton? Your, your Have y'all ever heard of Trey Newton? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard of Nate Newton? He played on no, the Super Bowl team. teams for the Cowboys. <laughs> Anybody ever heard of Nate Newton? Me. I need That's one him. One parent. That's Nate need. Newton. Come on, now. Yeah, gal can't decide. Number sixty-one. <laughs> we need one with a camera, sir. Thank you. <laughs> so you know what, Jesse? Me and Kurt just figured out while y'all were doing this. This is why they don't let tours go by during our show anymore. We thought it was because of the lunchroom. Because the players were in the lunchroom, but it's because Nate harasses the tours as they go by. That's why they shut it down. How you doing, Kurt? Doing well. Yeah, what you been up to, man? Just hanging out. One, two, three. It's been a while. I miss, I miss these days. I miss these days. Congratulations, guys. Listen, fellas, always remember, always remember, school first, football second. You saw that? School oh, first, school. football second. School first, football second. But I always remember he sold out for football. School first. Y'all enjoy the tour. Second. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by. All right, fellas. All right, brother. Tomorrow. Let me say one thing before we go. Two say things it. before we go. Two things. Um, and you talked about getting your best players the ball, right? Yep. On either side of the ball. I was listening to this thing on the internet the other day. It was Urban Myers, and he was doing a coaching clinic. And Urban Myers said he had uh, he had a guy come to him and said his best player, he's one of the best players he's ever had. He said he's crying after a game. You see what he just did? What? He's talking about Urban Meyer without talking right. about Urban Meyer. Right. And he said, no, I'm, I'm just giving you the thoughts of great coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Urban yeah. Meyer, three national championships. I remember I played against Urban Meyer when he was at Utah. Right. Oh, wow. And he said that a player came up to him. His best player on the team, they say he was sobbing, crying. And he was like, Coach, you know I didn't touch the ball one time today. And he said, I had an epiphany. No, he said it was Percy Harvin. It was Percy Harvin. He said, Percy Harvin yeah. was the greatest player I've ever played. Yes, he, I've ever was, had. he was. And he was like, he came up to me crying and said, Coach, I didn't touch the ball once today. And he said, that will never happen again. He said, I, find, I, remember I, that found, story. I found ways to get Percy the ball. I lined him on the running back. 
Jet sweeps, passes. He said, any way I can get him the ball, I want to get. I remember get. that. He said, if you, he goes, no matter who. And he was, this, he was talking to other college coaches when he was at Florida. He said, just know next year if we play y'all, Percy Harvin's getting the ball 20 to 25 times a game. How we get it to him, I don't know yet. But he's going to touch the ball 25 times a game. Football is so complex, yet so simple. Mm-hmm. I got to get the ball to the best players as much as I – Zeke can't have six carries in the second half. Amari can't go ghost for a whole half. Like, Amari can't, can't, play, can't play against Jalen Ramsey and be ghost. That cannot. Can't. That cannot happen. Wow. And before we go, let me plug my charity. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just quickly, so I've been doing this since I've been a Cowboy player. Uh, it's called Holly's Helping Hands. And what I do is I find uh, underprivileged families in the DFW area. Um, a lot of them, you know, single moms. I work with uh, DFW kids. Uh, thank you, Nate. Appreciate you. Uh, I work with, um, you know, uh, orphanages. And I just try to find these kids because I grew up poor. And there were times where I wish I had someone come and help me during Christmas. And so I wanted to be able to give back to those families. And, you know, I started thinking, well, how can I do How can I do How can I do it? And I came up with this way. And I partnered with Old Navy and I partnered with Dave and Busters. And what we do is uh, I reach out to these families and they give me a list of wants and needs. And a lot of times, you know, coats and underwear and jeans and sweaters and all that kind of stuff, kids don't have. And I remember how it was to go back to school after Christmas break and not have anything. Everybody else has all oh, this stuff. Yeah. That's so. And so what we do is we invite these families to come out and for Dave and Buster's and we have a dinner. Your family now becomes my family. And we have this dinner <coughs> and I present each one of the kids with presents. And we put them in these big old huge Santa bags and each kid... Get to take this huge Santa bag home with, their, with, you know, it has clothes in it. It'll have toys in it, things that they wanted for Christmas so that they'll be able to get up on Christmas Day with something under their tree. And I've been doing it for about six or seven years. Uh, and, you know, any donation will help. You can go to my Twitter page. Uh, Kyle, if you can, I know you flashed it up already already, but my Twitter page at Mr. Fourth and Long. Um, and the link is in, the, in my bio. Or you can email me. You can email me at Holly's, H-O-L-L-E-Y-S, helping, H-E-L-P-I-N-G, hands, H-A-A-N-D-S, at gmail.com. Uh, if you email me there, I'll be able to send you the link where you can donate 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever you can give. There's, the amount isn't important. If you're giving, it can help. So if you say, I'm just going to give $10 right now, that can help. That's a pack of underwear for a kid. It's a pack of socks. That's a shirt. Hell, a couple of um, dollars if you don't have $5. Right. Whatever. Whatever yeah. it is, it'll help, man. And so I, I've been meaning to plug it here for a while. Uh, our event is next Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night at Dave & Buster's right here off of uh, off of 75. I've worked with them forever. They're great. The food there is actually good, like the, like really the dinner-style food there. I go there. there like twice. We go date night like at least twice a month. Yeah. yeah. They got some really good food there. So um, if you can, man, I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, if you cannot, keep us in your prayers. Uh, and continue to just just do good this holiday season, man. This is this is the time for giving. So whatever you can can, if whatever you can't, pray. If you've never gone, and luckily we're fortunate enough here, you guys as former players, us as employees, we get opportunities throughout the year to go use the brand to help people that need help, whether that's going to donating time at the food bank or like what we're going to do tomorrow, and going and just handing out gifts at Salvation Army. Like it takes hours 
of work to to make these things happen. So even if you can't give money and you're in a bad place, go give your time to somebody this yes. year. If you've never done it, it makes you feel so good to be a human being and so good to like it gives you a little faith back in humanity because there's so much bad stuff that's going on in the world. You get to go out and see, hey, you know what? I'm I'm I got it pretty bad, but there's people out there that are really struggling with some real things, and, and it, it it's good as a human to, to go do that. And I never had that opportunity before I came to work here, and I try to do something every year, even even if, like I said, if you can't give money, if you can, great. If not, you know, offer to donate your time, whether it's the Salvation Army, whether it's North Texas Food Bank, whether, you know, it's giving old clothes to the Salvation Army, whatever. Just go do something. It, it It's good for your soul. So, Kurt, we'll be we'll – be, Getting our soul right tomorrow. That's right. So. Looking forward to it. All right, tomorrow, 10 o'clock. That's when we go off. We'll try to keep it on the rails for an hour. <laughs> Press conference in the middle. That's going to be fun. Give you some instant reaction on that. Kurt, good seeing you back, man. Yes, sir. Jesse, good show. Thanks for being here. Nate, thanks for bringing it. Hey, you've had a good run this week. Let's man. keep it going. Let's string a whole week of good shows for you together. You, you good with that? You gonna yeah, bring it tomorrow? Man, G- give it I'm up for the show. I'm not a charity. Give it up. <laughs> give it up for the I'm show. Not a charity, Kyle, right? thanks for keeping us on the air. Kate, South Lake, baby. Tomorrow, hanging with the boys, ten o'clock. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-